How can average working citizens like us, how can we reform our unjust financial system to erode the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich, and redistribute that wealth and power to average working citizens without relying on politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist, investment advisor, and founder of Stakeholder Enterprise. The Black Death, also known as the bubonic plague. It ravaged the world from the years 1347 to about 1351, killing anywhere from 30% to as high as 50% from some estimations of the world's population. Now, the, the bubonic plague is a bacteria and it uh, its hosts are fleas that are on rats. And these rats would go into uh, human cities and, and the fleas would jump off the rats and go on to people's clothes. And then the fleas, of course, would bite the person and there was a really good chance of that person uh, dying from, from the infection. And uh, imagine if you are someone living during this time and there you see a rotting corpse of someone who just died of the bubonic plague and your first thought is, wow, that's a really great jacket. I, I think I'm going to take it. Or, wow, I, I need that dress. Uh, the problem was, back then, clothes were terribly expensive. Uh, you often only had one pair of clothes. It was handed down and it was constantly being repaired and patched up uh, just, just to, to keep it going. And you, in, and back then, if you see, uh, you know, a, a pair of pants or something like that, man, that is hitting the jackpot. So people would, uh, grab the clothes from, from the deceased, put them on thereby uh, having these fleas bite them and, and this cycle just continued. And it was one of the major contributing factors for so many deaths uh, around the world because clothes were, were just so expensive. Now, the, the bubonic plague didn't just end in 1351. It actually kept on uh, popping up every few generations for centuries until about, well, the Industrial Revolution. That's when uh, clothing, manufacture of clothing uh, became mechanized. And uh, all of a sudden, clothes became much, much cheaper. Okay. Um, and then, really, there hasn't been a, a plague outbreak uh, since then. Uh, very few, uh, you know, there was one in India, but um, it didn't, you know, killed maybe 50 people, which is horrible. Uh, but that was uh, maybe in the 1970s or 80s. I, I can't remember exactly when that was. Uh, but but for the most part, we don't have to deal with the plague anymore. That's that's something of the past, and it, it's really because our clothes became so much cheaper to buy. We were all able to afford it, and when someone died of plague, we were thinking, man, we we need to do something with that body instead of I got to have those clothes. So, so why am I talking about plague and, and clothes? Well, uh, we are continuing our discussion 
on giving ourselves the best possible chance to reform. Now we've we've talked about uh, three of the five steps to success. Uh, first one, having vehicles of change. The second one being automation. The third one, diversification. And the fourth step is having low cost to remove barriers. Um, so, so having a clothes be cheaper, that was a low, it was low cost. It removed barriers and it increased our success for survival. Now, uh, when we're talking about uh, increasing our chances and, and lowering the costs with crowd investments, well, uh, that's the beauty of, of crowd investing is that there are these low minimum requirements. So some crowd investing platforms have uh, minimums as little as ten dollars uh, per project. So so any it it really uh, opens up the door for for people uh, investing. Uh, just prior to crowd investing, if you wanted to loan, uh, uh, you know, if you're just a regular person and you wanted to uh, make a loan, the easiest way to do that was by buying a, a bond, a corporate bond. Um, and that's what's that, that's what they are, are loans to corporations. However, the, the minimum, uh, is a thousand dollars, which is a, an incredibly high barrier for, for many, many people on the contrast, $10. Well, almost everyone has an extra $10, uh, that they can, uh, start investing with. So this has completely lowered the, the barrier of entry for, for so many people. Now, uh, the clothing became cheaper largely because of another step of success, automation. And that's how these things work. Uh, this, the steps uh, are connected with one another. Um, and with, with crowd investing, the, the low cost allows for uh, diversification uh, to, to happen on, on, a, a, on a bank level. So you see banks, they're able to uh, loan out thousands and thousands of loans to uh, different individuals and, and companies to diversify, to keep them, uh, to, to have a really great business model to mitigate risk and giving that bank the best possible chance of success. Uh, with crowd investing now, minimums of $10, well, just regular people now can have that bank level of diversification because of these low minimums. Uh, you have a $10 minimums, $25 minimums, $100 minimums. Um, all of these are, are, are very uh, obtainable just for your average working citizen. So this is, uh, increases our chance to reform because the more people engaging in crowd investing, that is uh, eroding the power of, of banks. More people are engaging in crowd lending, yeah, eroding the power of, of these traditional banks. More people engaging in uh, equity uh, crowdfunding, again, that's eroding the power of uh, traditional corporations and the super rich. So this low cost is 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 really key for for our success to to being as inclusive as possible, getting as many people on board as possible. Uh, the other thing is 
is because of this low barrier, uh, now just about anybody can become an investor. And, uh, and, and instead of investing in the stock market, oh, you're investing in people. And because you're not investing in the stock market, well, you're not investing in corporate bottom line. You're not investing in outsourcing. You're not investing in U.S. companies manufacturing in authoritarian control countries, all of which contribute to income inequality. So, so having this low uh, minimum investment requirement is, is a, a game changer for, for our entire financial markets in our economy. And uh, it's, it's really exciting to be a, a part of, of this movement of, of crowd investing uh, at, at this time. So that's, that's all we're going to talk about today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about the fifth and final step towards giving ourselves the best possible chance to succeed. And it is a community to hold us accountable, a community to hold us accountable. And uh, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. In the meantime, I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too.